Good evening. Welcome to the podcast. It is July 10th. I think we've done more episodes in the last few weeks than we did all last year. I know. Well, we have. We're going to do a preview of the event for you tonight. It's coming up in uh, wow, five days. Be here before you know it. So here's kind of a rundown of what we're going to be doing. Um, we're going to have a reception Friday night at the Wingate by Wyndham and Hurricane at the Lunatic Lounge in the Blue Ribbon Bar. We'll be doing the podcast live. We decided on 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock, yeah. 8 o'clock, Friday night, live. We'll have pretty much the whole gang is in town. Um, I don't think our entire fleet has ever been in one location. Uh, the Louisville Truck Show. Even then we had even then we had one person that wasn't there. And it's and it's especially rare for all the trucks to be in one location at one time. That's never yeah, happened. Never happened. So So if our enemies want to get us, we're all in one spot. One hand grenade to wipe it out. We'll wipe us yeah. out. So, so um so Friday evening, uh we'll have some some hors d'oeuvres. Well listen, I tried to spell hors d'oeuvres the other day. That was a struggle. Um so we're going to have some hors d'oeuvres, we'll have cash bar, um, live podcasts to so come and hang out with us. Uh, then on uh, Saturday, the event will run from eight to five. Uh, and then uh, the uh, advanced business practices special class will be at seven o'clock on Saturday night. And then we'll pick up on Sunday morning, run eight to five again. I'm sure each night the, the cash bar will be open back at the hotel if you want to drink your sorrows away after Larry hurts your feelings for eight <laughs> hours. <clears throat> Put some to sleep more likely. I was talking to a guy this morning. We went to breakfast and he's, he's new to the to program. And I said, listen, you, you have no idea what it's going to be like when Carl sees your truck for the first time and gives you that list, you know, and he just kind of laughed. The list of many colors. Yeah. The list of many colors. Cause it will be long and it'll be all kinds of stuff. You didn't think was wrong with your truck. And you will quickly find out uh, why. So, uh, like and subscribe. I beat you to it. I beat William to it. Um, so, yeah, that's that's going to be the deal. Um, we're really looking forward to it. We had a really great time last year when we did this in Ohio. Um, we got a few more people this time. What, maybe 10 or 15 more people than we had last time? Yep. Uh, how many spots we have available right now? Well, probably, I'd say we could probably handle a half dozen, six, six to eight, maybe. So here's where you go to get your information. Sign up for the event, blueribbonlogistics.com slash reset 2022. Um, remember that if you want Carl or Rocky, to inspect your truck, um, if you want Rocky to align your truck, you need to click the link in the event info to get signed up for that. Uh, Rocky's got quite a list going so far. He does. Um, <clears throat> so uh, Rocky will be doing alignments. Uh, Carl will be there doing inspections, probably some other. he probably get some OPSs installed if you have them in stock uh, or have, have them with you. Um and, but we need to, we need a head count, you know, to kind of know what, what everybody's wanting to get done. Um, and, uh, if you are not going to stay in your truck, you will need to click the link in the event info and reserve your room. 
we have in the form, you know, how many nights do you want to stay, but we're not reserving your room for you. You have to click the link and go to the hotel's website and sign up. Uh, it's the best way to do that. I think we've still got one or two that have said they're staying at the hotel, but have not reserved yet. So I will be getting with the management this week to make sure that everybody who says they're staying at the hotel is actually going to stay at the hotel. Um, and so that's it. So we kind of give you a little bit of a preview of what we're going to be talking about. You know, uh, for me, it's going to be trip planning and our service maximization, you know, um, I've, I have been really shocked in the last couple of years of, of realizing that people do not know how to trip plan. And I, you know, I guess some of it is, a is a, um, reliance on technology. Uh, but some of it's just not taught. Um, and, and, and so it's one thing to come to a place like Landstar and pick your own loads, <clears throat> but that's easy. Uh, but being able to put them all together, uh, make the hours of service work, get to where you need to be. Um, that's, uh, that's my specialty. I am the trip planning ninja. Uh, people will call me, man, I don't know how to do this. And just give me a second. I'll get out the BSE 9,000 and, uh, you give me about five minutes and I'll have you a trip plan made. Well, <clears throat> Richie screaming in the comments, nothing about true trip planning is taught. Yeah. Well, except here, except here, except here. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, you know, um, a lot of guys that come to, come to Landstar, they, they end up, you know, booking a couple loads and then things don't work out the way they hope to. And they end up with a lot of pressure and they have to cancel a load or whatever. And so the, the knee jerk reaction was, was to not just not do that. Don't put yourself in that pressure. Just do a load at a time. And, um, you'll find out early on that trying to find the load the day you need it, <laughs> it's not going to be an easy thing to do. And the load you end up with is probably not going to be what you wanted anyway. So we teach you how to, um, not, not, uh, hesitate to plan yourself out for two or three loads and then how to problem solve in between those in the event that it doesn't work out like you thought it would. And, and, uh, recovery is the key to trip planning, you know, and, and the, and the willingness or the desire to recover and not just throw everything out and start all over again. So, mm -hmm. but that's a, that's a, a big part of what, of what we teach our guys. And, um, you know, the whole theme of this, um, event this year is, you know, um, staying in business, you know, in, in 2022 surviving the, the, um, correction, the, uh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the market correction and, and the, um, you know, the, the, all the doom and gloom, uh, I have, I've been working all week on rewriting the program. And, uh, of course I've been doing a lot of research and it's just crazy. I mean, everything I read is just like, you know, we even had, a one of our newer drivers, his, his wife was like, question, do we really want to do this? Is this the time to do this? Because, uh, you know, everybody's saying how the trucking industry is, you know, is, is going down the tubes and. I looked at him. I said, now look at my face. Do I look like somebody that's worried? Do I look like I'm concerned? Do I look like I'm not getting any sleep, you know? Uh, and then somebody was saying yesterday about fuel prices. It wasn't, maybe not yesterday. I was in a, I was in a photography reunion yesterday. And so I'm, uh, 
trying to remember what I did before that because I don't remember much since then. <laughs> um, but somebody was talking about fuel, you know, and and I'm and I I made the statement. Uh, what I mean, oh, oh, I, what it's is it a good? Isn't it a good thing? What would they do if we got to ten dollars a gallon? I said, cheer, <laughs> <laughs> celebrate. Uh, and they look, you know, they don't understand that. But uh, you know, we we did our fuel mileage numbers today, and except for one truck, every truck in our fleet was well under the fuel surcharge this week. We had one, one truck at 54 cents. Wow. 54 cents. And so, and everybody else was in the sixties and, uh, except for one truck. And, um, so, I mean, you know, it's just another revenue stream. I did all, I did all the, and getting ready for my advanced business class that you just talked about. I've been looking at all numbers and everything. And I, I, I didn't, uh, they're, they're not in front of me right now, but, um, our fuel, cost as a percentage of revenue is 19% this year. 19%. Last year it was in the low 20s. So no longer no not only are we not affected by it, we actually have lowered our cost of fuel as a percentage of revenue. And if you don't understand, I'll exp- I'm going to explain that on Saturday night and all everything that goes about it, you know. So um understand your numbers understanding why you need them, understand what to do with them. So, um, production okay. note, uh, somebody in the comments, tell me if my microphone is loud enough. Cause I can't hear Jack in my ears. And I just want to make sure that my level and his level are the same production note. You're blowing my ears out. Okay. I really? can take this stuff off and hear you laying on the desk. <laughs> I think so. Uh, but it was that way last week and I nobody, nobody said anything about it. So. Okay. Um, but uh, it, you know, it's it's uh, it'll be a good weekend. We uh, we we're gonna we're gonna mix it up a little bit this year. We've got some people in our organization that that have done great things, and we're gonna let them um, share that a little bit with you. Uh, we're gonna kind of open it up, and we want it to be more of a conversation and less of a lecture. Uh, actually, Chris doesn't even know some of this because I haven't told him yet. But we're gonna kind of have Chris and I are gonna have a little. Uh, almost like a podcast, but live in front of you without it being live. We're going to, we're going to converse and talk about the, the subject content as opposed to me just regurgitating it out and talking, you know, about slides and whatnot. So, um, but I uh, look, you know, looking forward to it, to it. Uh, we've got some really, really good people in our organization. Phil, you know, he's, he's put together a real nice little presentation about platform and, you know, and the opportunities there. We're going to discuss our um, expansion into the platform dispatching um, world uh, for for him. And and then we've got you know William is one of our up and coming rock stars, and he's our fuel mileage champion. Um, so we're going to we're modest gonna... too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we're going to turn him loose on you. I'm going to keep a, I'm going to keep a close, I'm going to keep him on a short leash, but we're going to turn him loose on you, but it's going to be good. We'll, we'll spend the, we'll, we'll spend the first day uh, talking the concepts and discussing the, you know, what the challenges are and uh, how to overcome those. We're going to talk a lot about, you know, how to, how to get your operating costs down. You know, that's going to be the, the, um, the key to getting you through this. And, and then once we get it down, don't get it back up, you know, um, 
the good thing about what we do is when business is good, we make a ton of money. And when business is not so good, we still make money, you know? So that's the whole key here, you know, and, and not to piss away the opportunity just because you can, you know, make that money, save that money, invest that money so that you're prepared when, you know, you know, when the, uh, when a winter comes, you know, so, um, we'll discuss that and we'll, we'll take all of your questions and we, 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 I warn you again against this. I do not allow war stories. So, uh, because we'll be there all, we'll be, it'll take Unless a week. We're telling them. Well, I have got, I've got some that support what I'm trying to teach, but right. uh, um, mine are interesting. You're also not. So <laughs> noted. I have to watch this guy here. He gets re- and the more he talks, the more details come to his mind. And I know they're important to him, but for anybody else that's listening, it's just weeds that it, it get it gets them off track. So I have to kind of jerk him a little bit and go, whoa, 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 stay on the, you know, get out of the weeds, you know, because he, he, he comes up with these intricate details. I can't even remember them. And I was in some of them. And, and, you and can't, even, like, you can't remember sometimes when we went across the street to the Mexican restaurant. And that's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, but the cash bar had a lot to do with that. So. That's allegedly <laughs> alleged. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I'm not sure that airsoft actually exists. I think you put it, I think it's on inflatables. You blow it up when I'm <laughs> down and take it back down when I'm gone. <clears throat> but uh, I promise you will have a good time. I promise you'll, you will save, uh, you know, a, a ton of money in your operation. And the whole, whole idea here is for you to survive this year and, and not just survive it, but thrive in it and then be set yourself up to, so that you're not affected by this. You know, there's going to be a huge opportunity in this industry as soon as this market adjustment happens. You know, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because we're on this extended cycle, you know, this extended bubble. So many people, if, if you know, everybody understands the stock market. You buy low and you sell high, right? That's how you, you know, now, now how, how to time that is a challenge. But everybody mm-hmm. knows the general principles, right? If you buy my CD for fifty nine ninety nine, I'll teach you all about it. Wasn't that the thing back in the eighties? Yeah, well, it wasn't a CD; it was a cassette. It was, yeah, yeah, cassette. Um, but uh, everybody understands that buy low, sell high. Yet in this industry, everybody came in at the peak. Mm-hmm. They paid triple what a truck's worth. You know, every all their business models based on this extended high record high historical high in the industry and um see i even made the dog bark and uh and uh and then now what, what's going to happen i mean you know that this this correction is going to happen okay and if you came in at the top of the market you know i'm, I'm sorry but you're going it's going to be rough it's going to be rough so we need to uh, we need to talk you through that. Um, now, look, there's going to be some people that are going to be really, really, you know, uh, shocked at uh, because you know the only way you can if you did that, the only way you can survive that is to downsize. That's the only way you can do it. And so a lot of people are going to hesitate to do that. They're going to go, oh no, no I'm going to my ego is not going to allow me to do that. I'm going to stick it out. Well, go read history. Go read a good history of the Titanic. Okay. And, mm-hmm. uh, and read, read the band leaders, uh, biography of the Titanic and, uh, you'll understand what's getting ready to happen to you. Okay. So, um, but anyway, uh, hopefully 
And, and again, I don't, we, we're going to have to find out what our mix is. You know, I know we've got, uh, I know we got BCOs coming. I know we've got people coming that don't own a truck yet. Uh, I know we've got people that, you know, from all, really from all different, I, I think the only common denominator is the podcast, you know, mm -hmm. but, but we'll find out what your situation is and we'll direct some things, you know, in, in, in your situation. Now, another good thing about this is that, you know, uh, a lot of our people, I mean, they'll, you'll, they're, they're all going to be wearing blue ribbon attire. So you'll be able to tell who our people are. Our, even our, you'll meet Richie, you'll meet all the, all the guys we talk about, William. And if you want to get them to the side and then just talk to them about, Hey, you know, that's, that's, that's what we're there for, you know? So be a lot of that going on, I'm sure. So, and Rocky, then <clears throat> right, so Rocky's been having a little clinic over here in the comment section. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to share a little bit of this with everybody. Um, while I'm doing that, I need you to close any unnecessary apps because you're pixelating every once in a while. And I'll make sure. Yeah. Something's my, like mail or something isn't eating up your, uh, bandwidth all right let's see what <clears throat> so phil and rocky been having this back and forth but rocky's got some good information so phil ran into one of our drivers um uh, that's in rocky's truck that he owns and um uh so he's telling right yeah you need to you need to check out the drive tires so rocky says well what kind of wears on them and phil says well they're starting to cup so rocky says is the front of the lug lower than the back of the lug all the way around the tire Meaning, you know, heel toe wear. Heel toe wear. Phil says, yes, exactly. Rocky asks, inside edge closest to the frame, front axle showing more than rear. Phil wasn't sure about that because it was dark. So Rocky says, you need to get them X rotated, meaning right front to left rear, left front to right rear. Heel toe wear from tall lugs. When the tire makes contact with the ground, the lugs are so flexible when new. When it rolls around, the lug flick, flicks up as it loses contact with the asphalt and scrubs it off. X rotating will reverse the wear and even them out. And uh, Phil says that's good information. I wasn't aware that it could occur. Uh, we've actually got that, and I wish I'd known that because we've actually got that on those new Super singles that we just put on that Volvo. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of that heel toe showing there. And if I'd have known that when we moved them from the one truck to the other, I'd have turned them around. Well, that that's also can be caused by excessive torque. Um, you know, uh, and I don't, I don't think our guys are doing this, but you know, all these super singles are speed rated at 75 miles an hour too. So if you go, if you drive faster than 75 miles an hour, you will cause, um, <sighs> Uh, wear like that and well actually, those those tires came off of the truck with the worst fuel mileage driver in the history of blue ribbon so maybe and that may be part of it so <clears throat> but see now there's another thing you know that you know rocky's going to be there out in the parking lot he's going to be doing all this work you can walk up to him and ask him these questions and you know look look at the look at the information that you're going to get there you know so um if he has time rocky's going to do a little presentation if not, I've got Mike Beckett standing by from last year that we can run again, and uh, and that that will be a that will be a very informative uh, time there. So, Rocky says, X rotate every seventy five to eighty thousand miles. It is the torque that causes it. So See? See, I know what the hell I'm talking about, don't I? Right? <laughs> William's never been over fifty five his entire life. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he gets all that fuel mileage yeah 
Well, you know, we, we're talking about maintenance and stuff and that, that we're going to cover a lot of that. Um, I just saw a, a guy in a, one of the Facebook groups that went to get a 120 done, been at Landstar four months. So it was time for his 120. And he went to a dealership to get it done. There was a bunch of questions about, well, you're not, you weren't at a, a an official facility, but I looked it up and he was, but it was a dealership. And he goes in for a 120, comes out with a $23,000 bill. Uh, he posted pictures of, of the entire work order, and I went through and looked at it. Most, about half of it was nonsense. Um, all of the labor rate was nonsense. I mean, it was something like $650 labor to ch- change torque arms. I bet, I bet Rocky would love to get $650 labor to change torque arms. You know, that's insane. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you, if you don't know, um, if you don't understand number one, how to, I mean, obviously this truck had some legitimate issues going on, um, that needed to be addressed. But what's funny is it was inspected four months ago in order to come to Landstar, a pre-lease inspection, pre-lease inspection. And he had just stopped, uh, the, like the day before at a loves to have a, just regular DOT done and it passed with flying collars. And then he goes into the dealership where they've got you by the balls. Cause they're a Landstar inspector. And the only way to leave that truck to leave that place with that truck is on a, on a record. You're not driving or, it away at that or point. fix what they said you had to fix. Yeah. Um, that, that's the one, that's the one situation I can think of where a, where a tow bill would be the best, the best option, the most attractive absolutely. option. <laughs> Normally we do everything we can not to tow. Of course, we would never be in that situation to begin with. But hey, listen, Doctor Bonecutter got me, um, and I, I was I was up a creek. Uh, it was back in the days when I avoided Carl like the plague, and I had taken my truck in. I had a exhaust manifold leak, and uh, so I took it to the Detroit dealer, you know, and that was eighteen hundred dollars or whatever it was, and they put all new manifold gaskets in. And so I drive down to the TA because while I was off, my 120 expired. And I'm like, well, I had to have a 120 that day. And I go and I pull in and there he stands. And I hadn't even shut the truck off. You got an exhaust leak. What you going to do about that? You know? (laughs) And I'm like, no, 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 no. I just get, they just fixed all my exhaust leaks. Nope, nope, nope. Right here it is. And he sticks his hand back up in there. Turns out there was a bolt missing from the turbo um, housing. I called the the dealer and I'm like, guys, I'm screwed. Like they won't let me leave. I am up a Creek. And so they sent their mobile guy down there. And by some miracle, he found one of those star bit bolts in the 10,000 bolts he had in the drawers of that van. And he found one and put it in there. And wow. then Carl would pass me. And that's the last time Carl ever inspected a truck. I, I promise you that. <laughs> Until you came back to Until here. Until I came here. <laughs> <clears throat> Well, um, you know, part of we, if we have, and I think we will, if we have a strong enough representation of Landstar drivers there, I'm going to, I've got a, a kind of a backup program in my back pocket about some of these things, understanding some of these things about Landstar, you know, some of these little things to help you live easier and sleep better at night, understanding Landstar. So, We'll do that if, uh, if uh, you know, as long as we've got enough of the audience that would 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 benefit from it. So, 
You know, obviously, uh, when we talk to when we get new mentoring clients, which we've got a couple right now, they're just shocked (laughs) at at the workarounds that you have to come up with, you know, to (laughs) to survive at Landstar without just throwing your hands up and going, "Gee, what do I do?" You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. um, what was it? Oh, uh, Wes this week. You know, he he was sure that he had to take his trailer and get a one twenty because it was, and Mm -hmm. then I saw somewhere else where. Will they put my truck? Uh, will they put me out of service if my trailer is is out of uh, is is out of compliance? I mean, you just see all these questions, and you, you know, it shocks me that. Well, I don't know; it doesn't really shock me, but the combination of them not teaching them anything in orientation, and the people that are at orientation sleeping through it, you know, this mm-hmm. or that big book that they give you that nobody even knows where it is anymore. You know, all these questions could be. You know, that knowledge is attainable. And, um, but uh, it's easier though just to get on Facebook and ask somebody else. Yeah. There's the book that nobody reads. Yeah. And it's, it's just filled with information if you read it, but everybody just takes it. I've been, I've been tempted to put a hundred dollar bill right in the middle of it and just see who finds it. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> it's kind of like the guy that, keeps telling his wife he's going fishing all the time mm-hmm. <clears throat> never catches anything but he, so the she said i'm gonna i'm gonna get him so she said she she packed him all up and he he gets fish and comes back home just bitches at her why in the hell didn't you pack my underwear she goes i did he goes i can't find them she said they're in your tackle box <laughs> well you know we'll talk a lot about philosophy as well you know, because uh, a lot of this is attitude. It's, it, you know, the know-how will come. Uh, we talk a lot about the why. If you can figure out the why, the how will come to you. Um, because, you know, people are shocked sometimes when they come here, and I won't just tell them what to do. You know, I try to lead them to the decision, um, especially using the BSE 9000. Um, but, you know, you've got to understand why you're in business and, and, and what you're doing it for. And if you can't, if it's only about you, then you really start struggling because your focus has to be on the, the betterment of other people, you know, and what, what's best for your customer and what's best for um, the other people. And sometimes that's not always best for you. And that, that's a hard pill to swallow for a lot of people. We did not mention up front that uh, we're sponsored by P- Pittsburgh Power, uh, OPS, Max Mileage. Um, we will have those products at the event available for you. We're working on some kind of a of a as a, of a uh, event special on pricing on some of those things. We're still working working out the details on that with Pittsburgh Power. Um, I don't know at this point in time if we have time to get an OPS installation kit to you before the event, but uh, and I'm not, not sure how much time Carl actually has to to put OPSs on. I think he's kind of probably got all he can do, but certainly can get you a probably get you a better price on it that weekend. Um, we've also got um, another uh, vendor that's coming on. Um, the local 
uh, is it called Diesel Alternatives? DPF Alternatives. DPF Alternatives. Um, he he will be there for the event. Um, he's going to um, uh, explain his his product. And did did you know by the way that his product, if you're using the max mileage, is it got a lifetime guarantee? Really, I did not know that. Or maybe I did hear that and I forgot. Yeah, his, his, the, the, the guarantee on their on their on their EGR clean is like for a year, or whatever. If you use the max mileage, it's guaranteed. You know, for I don't know, I, maybe maybe lifetime is too strong, but it has a very 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 long mm-hmm. uh, uh, guarantee. So, I but, think what's what's really cool about DPF alternatives is, you know, it's one of those deals that the the solution never comes from the government. The problem comes from the government. The solution comes from the market. And from what I've learned from, from Chase down there um, is that they can fix these one boxes. They can rebuild them now. Um, mm. They've learned so much about it. I mean, I, there was a BCO in town here last week that was broke down, and I was talking to him. And so I called the DPF guys, and and he was like, oh, well, you know, you could have this weld and then th- th- this, and you need to check this, and this could be cracked. And, you know, well, that can be welded, and I'm on. I mean, this guy's just a walking encyclopedia of uh, information. A yeah, bug, I, a bug just I, yeah. walked across your camera or something. I, 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 saw, I saw that. Uh, that's comforting. Um, <laughs> uh, so, John, you, uh, we we do have measuring yeah, bottles. We there. do have measuring bottles, and uh, we got we plenty can, of max. We can mileage. refill your max mileage jugs and save you a little money. I got the pump today for the pail. Good for you. Um, and uh, so I'll be able to refill. Uh, I'm going to call in some. Uh, there's a bug walking on my camera. Could you help me? <laughs> it's, it's like a little ant or something that's crawling on my camera right here. Look around on the backside. It's not going to, it's not like a big bug. It's going to kill you, but I've called in reinforcements. There he is right there on the front. She's no help <laughs> here. I got it. <laughs> Never a dull well, one. We've, we've reached a low in broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> We were interviewing. We were interviewing a driver today. I'm I'm, I'm home alone this week. My wife is up there with our grandchildren. So uh, uh, the, normally our pets are, you know, they're they're. She kind of occupies them, so she's not here. That I'm the center of attention. So our cat's walking across in front of the camera today. His tail's doing this, and so I uh, I put him upstairs and closed the door so I couldn't uh, couldn't have to deal with that tonight. And then you get a bug on your camera. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know. You never know. So, uh, so yeah, well, we can uh, we can refill your jug. Now, uh, I understand there's a shortage of oil, and um, for the right price, we might even fix you up with some oil. But it ain't going to be cheap, okay? So, uh, we've got our own strategic oil reserve in a hidden <laughs> in a hidden uh, location somewhere in the valley. Um, we also have a strategic tire reserve, you mm-hmm. know, and, uh, but, uh, like you said, we don't rely on the government to solve our problems. So we also have a strategic DEF fluid reserve now. Mm-hmm. So, 
Don't ask a lot of questions about all that, okay? Because we can't answer them. You know, <clears throat> you know but I mean, I, I was looking, you know, we don't use 1540, uh, but I was telling a friend of mine that does. You can buy a 55-gallon drum of 1540 right now. It's a house blend, which means it just don't have that fancy name on it. 760 bucks. Well, how much are y'all paying for a damn oil change right now? that you could have a 55 gallon drum, a 15 W 40 right now for 700 bucks, you know, was it 10 to 10 or $11 a gallon, you know, maybe 12. Well, um, I can get, I can get the BSE 9,000 and tell you for sure. What'd you say? 750 divided by 55. Let's see. Yeah. 1364. 784.20. Well, all right. I got to do it again now. 784.20 divided by 55. Fourteen twenty-six. Not bad for a gallon of diesel oil, you know. <clears throat> but you know, I mean, when when all of this stuff, when the ground started shaking, um, you know, we we made some decisions. You know, we got some overhaul kits, we got some injectors, we got some tires. Um, but you know that the ability to do that came from when the market was hot. We were out here making money and lots of it. And the ability to do that's why I called you and said, do it, <laughs> do it, bitch, find them, buy them. <clears throat> well, we used our connections, you know, we've got some, you know, it's, it's all about building relationships, my friend. Okay. When nobody could get overhaul kits, um, we had a, I'm not even going to tell you even the state we're in. Okay. But we have, we have a network in that state and we put it together and, we uh we we have injectors and overhaul kits okay factory not junk factory okay mm -hmm. and uh now there other so, so the issue of of the tiktok guy remember that was going around saying there wasn't going to be any diesel oil i think he may have been what's the word not justified but validated validated i i think maybe he might have been validated a little bit because when i was talking to my oil supplier you know, he said that he's been hearing the same thing, and and it has, uh, it has been difficult well, I, to get Rotella. I did um, some in, I, I did some independent research, and what I found was that Rotella is off it, it, the the assembly line or whatever you call it, the manufacturing line is closed to Q four until Q four this year. Hmm. So what's out there is what's out there, and there's no more because the additive is not available. So they're not even producing that product. So you reckon that's all Rotella? Uh, that was the T6 line. Okay. I don't know about the others, but it was that what I found was a T6 line production line is shut down to Q4. <laughs> Rocky. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> you'll bring it. You'll bring them up here. I've got a place for them. Yeah, yeah. Rocky's saying for the right price, he'll bring up some 14 liter injectors. That's because he picked them up. From <laughs> Those are ours. <laughs> Those are ours. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, what's, um, we got, uh, what do we got else? Going? We, so back to the thing, we got the hotel's got a nice breakfast. I mean, it's, uh, you know, they got waffles and eggs and bacon and sausage and gravy and biscuits and, 
cereal and i mean it's a, it's a nice better thing. than average better than right. average yeah and we told them to step up their game because we had truck drivers coming so um you know what i can't find i can't find my Wingate by wyndham shirt i'm, oh I'm looking everywhere you didn't steal that did you i did not you sure you're 100%. it's I probably can't. with your pizza hut shirt or your apple shirt I don't know. I can't find it. And it was, they asked me to be sure and, and wear it and bring it. So, uh, cause I'm the one that's got to run off the soccer moms if they get in our way. So, oh yeah. So I've got to, um, with the OPS, is it okay? You can run whatever you want to, but the advantage of the OPS is you're not throwing oil away. So why not go ahead and pay, uh, for the better oil? And the 5W40 is just less viscosity. The whole thing about this is to cut, is to stop the, uh, parasitic drain on your powertrain and uh synthetic oil is less than mineral oil and 5w40 is less than 1540 so that's our reasoning behind running 5w40 is that you're trying to pick up an extra tenth or two with the uh you know with the uh lack of viscosity in that uh in that lube so mm-hmm. and you're you know we're we're in a air, geographical area where 5w40 is 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 fine you know so um, so I hope that answers your question, John, or whoever asked me that. Rocky wants to know, will they have some hangover drinks available with breakfast? Might need a few for Phil. Um, <laughs> Phil says the beds are comfortable. Just keep one foot on the floor. If you overindulge at the blue ribbon bar, I've known <laughs> that to happen a time or two. Um, I, I, I've never experienced that, but I, I understand it has happened to some of you. You might ask Seth about that. Okay. He may start to weep as soon as the question comes out of your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, throw in a couple of dry McDonald hamburgers in the conversation. That we're doing. Oh, that's a terrible, 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 terrible idea. Terrible. <laughs> uh, we do. Listen, we do have a great hotel though. These, they, they treat us and will treat you, uh, you know, very, very well. The rooms are, it's a very clean hotel. Uh, very, very good staff. Um, and one Oh nine a night. Go try to look up a hotel in the valley and find one for one oh nine. Well, you get to at the Red Roof Inn with the, even even it's it's like ninety bucks. Yeah, you know it yeah. wasn't it was. It and was, you you could you could probably they probably have a meth meth lab in the bathtub. I mean, yeah, oh you yeah. Know. And 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 you talk about the bug on your camera. Uh, <laughs> don't look in the bed when you go there. Okay, I, I just get in the bed and I ask a lot of questions. Questions. Okay, so um, but. Um, no, it's a it's a it's a new hotel. They've won uh, in their chain. Uh, they've got these trophies there, where they're the best of you know the best of this and the best of that. And we um you know we really really enjoy going there. And uh, and the other thing is, guys, that uh, they th- their hotel does not have a room big enough for us to do this. They actually lined up this convention center for us. They are sponsoring that that room for us in the event. So, um, that's, uh, another thing. I mean, they, we, we didn't even think about having it in West Virginia. We always going to go ahead and plan on having it somewhere in Ohio again, like last year. And I just happened to mention to them and they said, no, 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 no. We can get you a con- you know, a convention, uh, you know, conference center. I'm like, really? So they, um, you know, they are the ones that have, uh, have, uh, paid the, paid the bill for that. So appreciate your, uh, supporting, you know, the hotel by staying in it. Um, I know you could stay in your truck, but look, you can't get breakfast and a shower in your truck. 
So, um, you know, for 109, get out of the truck for a night or two and enjoy yourself and uh, hang out with the hang out with the uh, with the Blue Ribbon Gang. So, um, the Red Roach Inn. <laughs> it it yeah. Well, it's not just that. It's the it's the Red Meth Inn in in Hurricane. Okay. Um, and there's no Stairs elevator. About to no elevator. Anymore. And these outdoor stairs, literally, if you carry too much stuff with you, I, I really feel like they're going to they're gonna crack and crumble and you're going to bust your head. And um, Plus, we had a little problem with them way, way back with credit cards. You remember that ordeal mm -hmm. when the power was out and I had to instruct their corporate office how to how to solve this problem? You know? Yeah. You recall yeah, that? Well, well the, the, so, so this massive ice storm comes through, knocks out power everywhere. Like my, my wife and kids had to go to my mother-in-law's cause she's got a generator and they were, they were up there like a week, you know, and that, that propane tank was getting real low and everybody's starting to get real nervous. And so I'm coming in for an orientation and I've got rooms lined up at the Red Roach Inn and I can't get a hold of them. And, and, and I don't know, we got an email or a call or something. And this girl goes, uh, well, we can't run your card without a credit card authorization form. And there's no way to, to fax it. So would you like me to cancel your rooms? I'm like, no, I don't want you to, I need those rooms. Right. And so she kept this, this down this line of stupidity until my head, the top of my head blew plumb off. And I said, there is an ice storm. I have no power at my house. I haven't been home a week. And so help me God, if you cancel this reservation, I will find you. I don't know where you're at, but you know, like that, Liam Neeson movie. I have a special set of skills. I will find you and I will kill you. I was, I was freaking hot. And I'm thinking, what, what, what's, what's level of stupidity does it take to say, well, I can't solve your problem. So let me cancel your rooms. What well, we had, a, we had a new driver coming in too. It was mm -hmm. just, it wasn't just you. It was, uh, and I think I was coming too. I was coming a day later. And that right. was part of the problem was the credit card physically wasn't going to be there and they couldn't take it over the phone and the, and the power was down. So we couldn't fax it to them. It was just a, and I, I saw, we end up solving problems for him. You know, it just amazes me how many times uh, that we run into that where you expect somebody to want to make money, right? And, and they're, well, no, we don't want your money. Um, well, it's employees. It's, you know. You know, I, 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 I don't know if I ever told this story, but I was one, one time I was working at one of our dry clean locations, you know, I, the person was off or whatever. And I was over there filling in and I, I was just, I wasn't dressed any differently. I, you know, I mean, dry clean is hot. Okay. So you're, it, you know, you don't dress up to go to work at a dry cleaners. Okay. Cause it's very, very hot in there. So, uh, I'm just wearing, I'm sure just a regular golf shirt. I, anyway, it doesn't really matter. The story was this customer, I was waiting on this customer and just out of the blue, he or she said, well, you must be the owner. And I'm like, well, yeah, but I'm not wearing the name tag. And I said, well, how, how, why, first of all, why does that matter? And second of all, how do you know? She goes, oh, I can just tell by the way that you, the way that you talk and the way that you, and I, I never could understand. I mean, I, I would, I, I was puzzled by that, you know, until recently. And, <laughs> and I fully understand that because everywhere I go, I can tell I'm talking to an employee. Everywhere I go, I'm talking to an employee that could not give a rat's ass less about whether or not, you know, you do business with them, not understanding that you're the one who pays their 
minimum wage, $15 an hour mandated paycheck. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, <clears throat> tomorrow I'm going to have to have a very uncomfortable conversation, a repeat conversation, by the way, with a Detroit shop. And, and one of the questions is, is going to be why, but why wouldn't you, you know, you, you've got, you've got these parts and these pieces literally in your hands, you know? And, and when I said, and I dropped the truck off, listen, if any coolant hose on this truck looks at all questionable, I want you to replace it. Don't call me and ask permission. I just want you to do it. And I get the truck back and I'm looking at things and I'm going, that ain't new. That ain't new. That ain't new either. Should be new. But I know that when I go up there and I have this painful repeat conversation with the management, well, I mean, you didn't tell it. <clears throat> Boy, I sure did. But what I, the problem is, is that I gave them liberty. You know, I gave them liberty to say, listen, if there's a decision, if there's a crossroad, I want you to go this way. But no, they, they can't do that because they just don't care. And professional, certified. Factory uh, trained. Factory trained. Just yeah. here's the problem right there. <laughs> yeah. Robots. You know, but we'll go have the conversation all over again. And of course, they'll send me the bill and. I'll get so, on the red marker. You know, contrast that with the story you had about the 20. Here's, here's someone that they're, they're trying to sell you $23,000 stuff that you don't need. Mm -hmm. And here's a shop that won't take the opportunity to sell you something that you ask them to sell you. You know? I mean, you, you, you go in there and say, look, I want to do business with you. I want to spend money with you. Fix the stuff that I'm telling you here to fix. And they don't do it. And then on the other side of the coin, they're out here trying to give you all this stuff that you don't need. We Listen, we had a huge problem with this in an air conditioning situation about two weeks ago. You know, and uh, it's the same thing. You know, we wanted to do business with them. We wanted to pay them to fix this vehicle's air conditioner. And it was we could not. They would not let us pay them to fix it. Um, <laughs> well, they let us pay them, you know. But not to fix it, you know, to leave it continually broken. And then, of course, that that same driver, you know, bless his heart, and this debacle about this trailer tire, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's. And when I talk to normal people that that aren't in trucking, and um, and 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 stuff like this comes up. And, I, and I'll just be like, well, let, let me give you a situation, you know. And they just look like they, they look at you and they're dumbfounded. And they're like, how can, how can that be? And I said, well, it's, it's, it's pretty simple, you know. Um, well, the biggest, one of the biggest obstacles we have to overcome with new people in our program is that they, they want to trust, you know, you're, you're, kind of, you're kind of raised to trust authority. You know, you trust mm -hmm. police officers. You trust uh, a Catholic priest, you trust um, the government, you mm -hmm. know, you trust teachers, you, you know, and um, 
So people are just trained. They're just brainwashed into trusting people that they feel have more authority about the topic than they do. And the hardest thing we have to do is take that away from people. You know, no, you, 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 you cannot believe anything out of their mouth. You know, uh, they're not there to help you, you know? And so it's, uh, it's challenging and, and it, and it, it's, it's not natural. It's not like we can say it one time and they go, Oh, I get that. No, you have to say it. And you, and the next time you have to say it again, the next, just like this, you're going to Detroit, this conversation that you're having this Detroit shop, it should be like emblazoned on the wall. It's been said so many times there mm-hmm. by us, you know, uh, you ought to be able just to, you know, start down the path and they go, Oh, I know what you're going to say, but <laughs> Well, Ken's got one. It's a perfect example. Friend took a sh- truck to a shop for a PM, told them he wanted the front pads replaced, got it back. They were not replaced. They were, quote, within spec. Wait a minute. I told you to replace them, period. You know, um, I have more than once had to say to people, who's paying the bill? Oh, you are. Well, who does that mean is in charge? Does that mean you're in charge or am I in charge? Because if I'm paying the bill, I promise you. I run the show. I make the decisions. I tell you what to do. Um, yeah, yeah, I know who taught you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, listen, I... But they know, listen, they know better than you do, Chris. Mm-hmm. I forgot more than they'll ever know. They, it's, look, they, they know better than you. <clears throat> well, and it's hard to... It's kind of hard to trust your instincts, you know, because a lot of people aren't mechanically inclined, you know, but, you know, I had a situation one time I've told before where I had a, an air compressor issue and it was the unloader valve. I, I, I did hours of research trying to figure out, I didn't know how an air compressor really worked. I mean, I knew it made air, but I didn't really know. And still I studied and studied and studied and studied. And I just stared at that diagram until I was convinced that was the problem, but I really didn't have the confidence. So I took it to the dealer. They tried to screw me for $1,700. And I said, you know what? No, 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 no. We're not doing this. And so I decided to go the other route and for less than a hundred dollars, I fixed the problem and I went back to them and I said some stuff <laughs> and it wasn't. It's in, a previous, it's in a previous yeah. episode somewhere. But you you have to learn to trust yourself and trust your instinct, uh, because I promise you, with the internet, if you study enough, you're going to be able to come up with a pretty good solution. And then you just have to go in and say, "No, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. And this is how we're going to do it." And if you don't want to do it, I will take my dollars, my certificates of appreciation. Is that one guy in that book? What was that book? Uh, Daniel Lappin. Thou shall prosper. Some Jewish rabbi wrote a book on economics or stuff, and he said dollars are certificates of appreciation. Um, yeah. And it's and it's and it's a you know, and so you can take your dollars somewhere else. I've been willing to take a few of them and shove them some places, you know. But this is what you get at the event. So we've got a few spots left. So come and sign up and join us for two. Fun field days with lunatics. We also have, um, still have an opening or two. We got a couple of trucks that we could put drivers in. We've, 
had a couple applications get come through. We've started the process, but um, still, you never know. So we'd like to encourage you, if you want to be part of our program and learn firsthand uh, with no financial risk, driving one of our trucks, learning how to do business the way we do business, uh, the wax on, wax off, the transparency. Um, I invite you to go to driveforblueribbon.com and send in a submission. We'll set up a Zoom interview with you and see how uh, we fit. And uh, if you're already a BCO and you're already on a truck and you're um, worried about what's getting ready to happen here this year and you're not sure if your business model is going to hold up, um, go to here, BCO Mentoring, and we'll talk to you about taking you on as a, as a mentoring client, as a coaching client. Um, I would, I would recommend you strongly be at the event this weekend and, uh, you'll get a big, big, big head start on that program. But, um, anyway, we do have a couple, couple of seats left this week, probably can take six or eight people and then we'll, then we'll have to have to shut it down. Um, it's not too late. Um, we, you can sign up all the way up to Thursday. We probably have to shut it off on Thursday. So, mm-hmm. I'm leaving to, to, to go up there Thursday. So, um, but we would, uh, we'd love to have you. If you, if, if this interests you at all, you're concerned at all about fuel prices, rates falling, um, we can certainly, uh, help you dissuade your concerns. So I had to mute my microphone cause my 12 year old's aggravating the dog. Um, all right. Well, I think, uh, I think we've done a pretty good preview here. So, um, well now Rocky apparently might be wanting you to take him to help Billy hot dogs. I I, I think we're going to go on Thursday or Friday. Uh, if you guys are going to get in town early, we don't have to do, we don't have time to do this during the event because by the time we drive up there and back and stand in line, it's a two or three hour deal. But if you guys are going to arrive early, uh, you know, we're going to probably arrange a trip up there Thursday or Friday. Probably Thursday would be the best thing, Rocky. Um, but um, but it was if you've never been to Hillbilly Hollow, you can't go in a truck. So uh, we'll park the trucks and we'll you know, we'll we'll drive up in some cars and but we'll we'll probably do that Thursday or maybe Friday. It just depends on how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, about trucks, we do have truck parking, but we're going to need you to go drop your trailers at the TA in Taze Valley. Uh, call and get yourself a spot if you're going to get in there late. Um, we've got a couple of trailer spots at the go, go, go Mart across from the TA. And then you're welcome to bring your bobtails to the hotel. We've got parking there for bobtails, but we can't, we got way too many trucks coming to be able to handle your trailers. So um, have them cater. Well, they, they're not going to cater, okay? You, that's not what they do. So you you have to experience the location that is they, Hillbilly Hot Dogs. That's that would be like us recording the event. It's not that's that that doesn't give yeah, you, you got to be there. It doesn't give you the essence of the of the of the uh, of the uh, experience. Yeah. So, um, All right, guys. Well, we will be live back here at eight o'clock Friday night um, for the uh, for the live from the Lunatic Lounge. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, you're you're going to get to meet some of these people that we've been talking about, and uh, I, I'm really looking forward to this. This is going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'm gonna have to put maybe I'm gonna maybe have not have Larry have uh, any drink service until about 30 minutes into the podcast, so that 
he won't have a, re- a running start. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I, you're not, the last thing you're going to do is tell me when to start drinking to stop, okay? <laughs> Fleet manager. <laughs> yeah. I don't have enough money to bribe Nick, so I'm, you know. Nick, listen, Nick and me, listen, Nick is coming up here in, in uh, I think, October. We're going to do the Bourbon Trail. I'm taking him on the Bourbon oh. Trail. You going to come with us? I don't know. It all tastes like per- turpentine to me. You know, I, maybe I'm just not the guy. I, can't, I just can't get into the. You just have to develop your palate. I mean, you're just, you you know, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an acquired taste. It, it's, you know, it's it, look, look, you let's just face it. You've got some cultural growing up to do. Okay. So <laughs> I can bring you up here <laughs> into central Kentucky and uh, you know, we can, we we can let you experience the finer things in 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 the uh, bourbon world, okay? I tried to get you up to the bourbon barn, you know, and uh, that night, and you just Carl stole the show. He did right up to the then, time that then we tried to leave. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, guys, we're gonna we're gonna shut it down. We look forward to seeing everybody next weekend. You guys still got time to sign up? We can take a few of you. Come on. Join us. Let's have some fun. Let's make some money. Let's keep you in business this year and, uh, and, and get your business model to where you never have to worry about this again. So that's what Absolutely. it's all about. So, all right. We'll we see have, y'all Friday night. We have, we have a lot of fun, but we also do a lot of things that are serious. So we'll see you next week. Have a good see weekend. Ya. Everybody. So.